Welcome back to the Rain in Your Herd podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode where we will teach you how to harness the power of the internet to grow your online herd. I'm Laura. And I'm April. We can't wait to watch your business grow when you implement what you learn from the podcast. Whether you own a stable or a boarding facility, offer riding lessons and horse training, or are building an online membership for equine education, these tips can help you get more clients. Thanks for tuning in. If you're enjoying the podcast, please, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. If you share your business name in your review, you just might hear it in a future episode. Today on episode nine of Rain in Your Herd, we're going to talk about the basics of email marketing and why building an email list is so important. Not everyone knows what an email list is and what that email list can do for you. So we are going to start with the basics for you to better understand. An email list is a list of names and email addresses of people who gave you permission to send them updates and promotions from your business to their emails. And a lot of times it's their personal emails, but sometimes they put in their business emails. <laughs> you can build your email list inside a marketing software, send a bulk uh, email notifications to everyone regarding your blog updates, online store, or other business services that you provide. There's just tons of things you can do with this. Some softwares that you may some software that you may have heard of that do email that send out a book of emails is MailChimp, um, ConvertKit, Constant Contact, Aweber. Oh man, there's just so many of them. Um, I'm most familiar with uh, the ones I just listed, and MailChimp I like because it lets you uh, be free for some. Just depending on if you have a smaller list. Uh, once your list gets a little larger, you may want to stay with MailChimp or you may want to move on to a different service. Some may argue that email marketing is a waste of time and that they aren't getting any true responses from it or that people are just deleting their emails before they're even opening them. Um, and we always worry about email spamming and like, are they really giving me good content or, you know, are they just deleting it as soon as they see my name like or, or these people that are just like they don't even know how to unsubscribe so they just keep deleting them so everyone worries that it's just not working anymore however according to direct marketing association email marketing on average sees a 43,000 percent return on investment for a business in the usa i mean that's a significant amount so you're obviously there's obviously money in doing email marketing because if email marketing subscri subscribers, if they signed up for your email, then obviously they have an interest in what you're doing. So this is why it's so much more important to do your email list because you're going to have maybe a higher level that converts into paying customers. Some email lists get to be 10 times higher. Sometimes email lists get 10 times higher conversion rates than social media campaigns. So even more than some of those Facebook ads out there, even your Google ads that because you're getting that more personal touch and they're already interested in your information, there's a higher conversion rate. Absolutely. So I've been told that every one person on your email list is a dollar a month revenue for your business. That's like roughly how it will convert to your business. And I've definitely found that to be true for me. And I think where people kind of run into trouble is what they only have, you know, five or 10 people on their email lists, they get frustrated that it's not working and stop. Like, well, really, realistically, you're looking at five to $10 a month, which isn't a lot. So you have to keep really growing that email list. So how do you do that? 
So let's kind of look at why email is really incredibly powerful and how it can make money for you. So email is really personal. And so you can land in a user's inbox with no ranking. You don't have to, um, you know, beat an algorithm. It's just when you get in. So if you know when your users are checking their email and you hop right in there in the top, you're right there in front of them. And when people give you their email list, they're interested in hearing more from you. So this is an open invitation for you to share your story and who you are and provide value to these people, which is huge. You should absolutely be doing that. If you have an email list, you need to be communicating with these people so that they can remember you. And so in your emails, you want to offer really targeted information. So if you're using tags, in your emails, this is really helpful. So a tag, for example, I have a free Facebook group. I have a bunch of freebies because every time I publish a blog, I create a freebie worksheet for it. I have a paid Facebook group and I have done for you services clients. Each one of these items has a tag in my email system. So I know if someone joins my free Facebook group, I'm going to tag them as that send them the freebie they request, and then I get to track them and see if somebody is downloading every single one of my freebies and getting tagged, I know this person is probably really interested, so I can send them an email about working with me earlier than someone who's just kind of quietly in the background waiting and watching. So tags allow you to track individuals in your list and help make sure they're getting content that's specifically relevant to where they're at in their buying process with you. And the really awesome thing about emailing is it's one-to-one. -one. So people can just hit reply and immediately be in a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you, which really helps build trust and connection. So if anyone ever replies to one of you, if you're on my email list, you'll know. Pretty much every single email invites you to reply and share something. Everyone who replies to those emails with me immediately gets a response, even if it's just something really quick from me. I want to make sure that people know I'm here and I'm alive on the other end and I really do want to talk to you. So people use email several times a day. Think about it. How many times do you just pick up your phone and quick check your email? I am really bad and I do it right away in the morning as soon as I wake up because if I don't get a screen in front of my face, I'll start hitting the snooze button. <laughs> so I pop up my phone, I check my email, and then I probably do it again when I sit down to work. I do it again around lunch, and I do it again before I close out for the day. So people using email several times a day, meaning you have that opportunity for them to see your email whenever it's sent. Now, also with email, it automates your visibility. So if you're going on vacation, or maybe you're gearing up for something really big in your business, and you know you're not going to be able to show up online, regularly while you're maybe doing an in-person event or maybe your kid's going back to school and you want to be super available for them so you're going to take a break from being on social media. The really nice thing about email is that you can automate them. So for me when someone enters my email list they get dropped into a welcome sequence that lasts six weeks. So even if I'm not actively showing up online these people are getting tips and tricks from me and they're seeing my face in their inbox even though I'm not actively doing anything at that time to be in front of them. So we talked about this last week, but I want to mention it again. You own your email list. No matter what happens on social media, no matter what happens 
externally. Your email list is yours. And that's why this is so important because you don't own your Instagram followers. You don't own your Facebook likes. You don't own your LinkedIn connections. You don't own your YouTube viewers, but you own your email list. So that insulates you from disaster that's out of your control and you can always have contact with these people. All right. So this week we are doing a horsey update. Uh, I know we've been doing a couple of fun ones in the past, but uh, now we're going to do a horsey update, take a little bit of a break. So my fun news for uh, what's going on now, and now when this goes live, it'll be like two months ago, <laughs> but I'm going to Hungary in two weeks to help a lady that I used to work for, uh, Mary Phelps. Uh, she owns Horses Daily, and she has uh, four little ponies. Like uh, I don't know if they're Shetland ponies, but they're little ponies, and we're going to the FEI World Pony Championship, driving championship. So that's going to be fun. I'm going to kind of be helping her behind the scenes and make sure that she has a super successful week. I'm just so excited to go there to see all these different competitors from like all over the world and meet all her new little ponies because when I worked for her she only had um, two little Shetlands and they were just driving as a pair and I think that's how she's competing too is she's just competing as a pair Um, but she has three ponies that she's bringing and I guess one is an alternate so but it's going to be tons of fun so I'm really looking forward to that and you can definitely check on some of those updates I'll be for sure putting that on my Instagram page (laughs) so is she flying the ponies in from the U.S.? So she's been in the Netherlands for the past month or maybe, I think it might be almost two months now. And she's been training with, um, I can't even, I'm going to murder their name. I think it's the Chardons. And they're like some of the top driving people in the world right now. I think they even like won some of the European championships for their type of horses because they have larger horses, but they help train with her and she's been staying there and she's been living in like a little house it's like right down the road from the barn so she rides her bicycle to the barn and then works her horses all day and then goes back oh, to the house that's the dream right there that's yeah. so pretty I never think of people traveling like internationally and overseas with ponies but yeah of course they do like those competitions are just as fierce as full-size horses I would love to see the setup yeah. on the plane of, with the movies. Yeah, she brought, like, um, yeah, she even has, like, videos on her Facebook of when they did all the behind scenes and stuff. Because she brought four of them with her. Um, so they, and she, when some of their training days, they did four and a hand. So she was so excited to have all four of her ponies, um, you know, as a team on while they're driving. So, because I know the drivers get so technical with how you call the types of horses. Like, if it's two, it's a pair. If it's four, I believe it's a team. So. Oh, yeah. gosh. I Yeah. I don't really know anything about driving, but it's really fun. (laughs) So my adventures with MJ are continuing. Um, She has about 10 rides on her now, so I'm really happy with that. And I don't remember if I gave an update about when she was, she didn't know how to go forward at all. So our first couple rides are just sitting (laughs) and I'm squeezing and I'm squeezing and my legs are cramping and she's looking at me like, what? (laughs) So we're over that, which I'm super happy about. And all I have to do lightly and she walks on and I'm like, yes, very good pony. Now she's, of course, because I've created, you know, the opposite effect. She's a little more forward than I'd like. She's walking off a little bit when I go to get on. So we're going back. The last two sessions I haven't ridden her. We just practice standing still at the mounting block. I'm really hoping today to go out there and sit on her without her moving, do some flexing, and then get her to move off so that we can understand, like, there's stop and there's go. 
and they're both valuable and you need to know how to do both of them. <laughs> but overall, she's not giving me really any grief in terms of wanting to get me out of the saddle. So that's really my most important thing. And I'm very happy with how things are going, even though we're seesawing a little bit. Well, that sounds like fun. <laughs> it is, it is. It's Always like, is. darn, I trained you to do this, didn't I? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I watched one trainer. Uh, I think it might have been like a cutting trainer. So they like they liked when the horse stopped. So they're like, okay, let the horse stop as much as it wants to. So it was just a different type of thinking for sure. Because I was like, oh, I wouldn't have ever thought of rewarding him for constantly stopping on me. Yeah, that's but, really interesting. I get really nervous about a horse that's like stuck in their feet. I yeah. want her to move and be. Like emotionally engaged and moving forward, not fucking or rearing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we had a really good ride last week where there were a bunch of wild turkeys like right outside oh, the round pen. And the round pen has these, it's like, it has like really nice plastic siding about two feet up so the horse's feet can't slip underneath. And it was just perfect so that the turkeys were like popping their heads up oh, on God. the other side of the bus like right in her face and I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna die um but she she kind of jumped sideways the first time and then after that didn't care about the turkeys at all so I was super happy all right so that was a little break from our talk on email marketing um so now that we've kind of gone over why you should be doing email marketing and why it's so important now the next steps are so how do you get started? And I know we talked a little bit about this on the previous episode on episode eight, but um, I'm gonna just re- talk about some of it again and talk about some new stuff. So some people may argue that you need a website or a blog to get started for your email marketing list, but now a lot of the email marketing services provide where you can do landing pages. Um, of course, if you can, you can put these on your own website. And there's also like ClickFunnels and landing pages. It is there's Tons of ways you can do this now. Um, So once you have either just somewhere that you want to put your, where you're going to have people sign up for your email. Um, I know she's mentioned, uh, Laura's mentioned Jenna Kutcher too in the last thing, but I was talking, I was listening to one of her podcasts and she was saying when she was starting a business with her husband, he wanted to do something on either fitness or nutrition and before they even started their business, they just did some Facebook ads to see and get and their grow their email list for fitness. And then they did another ad for nutrition and they ended up finding out that more people were interested in nutrition. So then he started a business all around nutrition. So she even believes big time that your email marketing list is everything. And then second one is that I've kind of talked about before is making sure you pick out your email marketing service. If you're just getting started out, I do, I mean, MailChimp's pretty easy, but if you think you're going to have a large email list, then you can go to something different, like maybe ConvertKit or AWeber. Um, Are you familiar with any of those ones, Laura, or which ones do you like to use? Yeah, I, um, I started with MailChimp because it was free and I just uploaded, I just upgraded to ConvertKit and it's pretty world changing. I would yeah. say everyone should be going with ConvertKit because it's really like their visual automations make, it's really drag and drop. I was coding a little bit in MailChimp and I don't really know what I'm doing. So it's taking me forever and I was screwing it up 50 times to get it right once. And ConvertKit, you literally just like drag icons around until it does what you want and then you hit go and it's wonderful. Yeah, I definitely love ConvertKit. A lot of my clients have ConvertKit, and um, 
uh, one, they have Access Ally, which is a membership website or helped to grow your membership. And ConvertKit was working with that. So I was creating automations and rules and all these fun things. So ConvertKit definitely works with a lot of other systems. So there's definitely a lot of advantages to it. And so the third thing that is important is to create your opt-in forms. So again, we talked a little bit about this on the last episode about the freebies and such, but these are something that's going to promote your business and something that you know will grab people's attention and that they really want to know about and what really speaks to your vision of your business. So it's you're really talking to these other people and really grabbing their attention. So this is what you want your freebies to do. So if for like my just another example um, I have a lady that does um, retreats, and so we did the fair, uh, how to work on your fairs worksheet, and that really spoke to a lot of her um, potential people that would come to her retreats. So she had a lot of people sign up for that um, often, and then some of them, I think, even ended up going to her retreats. So it had a higher conversion than some of the Facebook ads that we have ran in the past and even some Google ads that we've run. So another way about email marketing is that it can be a great tool for people that are tired of always having to think about how they're going to write all the copy for their next social media posts, even though you can also contact Laura for that. (laughs) But (laughs) I know it gets super tiring to always have to think about what you're going to write next. Um, Russell Branson who um, is, you know, big thing on ClickFunnels. He thinks that, you know, you could write the simplest email. It could be something mundane about your everyday life, and then you could relate it back to your business. So it's just something easy you could write on and just flip it backwards. So that's definitely different than thinking about maybe what needs to be posted next on your social media. Yeah, a really common example that I use because I know, like, a lot of – Horse people have this skill down pat, and I do not, is backing a horse trailer. So an example of this is I could say, so I park my horse trailer on my lawn because I live in the ghetto and I get away with doing that. So I have two sets of pavers running up the lawn, and I have to pop the horse trailer up onto the curb and then drive it perfectly onto the pavers, and it takes me about 15, 20 tries. Um, (laughs) So a really good example of this is I could say I was on my 17th try of getting my horse trailer onto my pavers and I thought of you because guess what you can probably back a horse trailer like a boss and you would be laughing at me watching (laughs) me do this in my suburban neighborhood with my neighbors looking at me like I'm insane but you probably don't understand the social media algorithm so let me help you because I guarantee you it's a lot harder to get my horse trailer onto these pavers than it is to show up on social media and that's how I can like relate to them while giving them a very small tip that's probably, you know, boring and mundane, but relating it in a way that you guys understand. Definitely. That is an awesome example. So you can see that there's definitely an importance in doing email marketing. So if you haven't gotten started, make sure you get started now. To build an email list so that you have an asset you actually own. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're ready for some extra help with the online part of your business, you can work with us. I'm April, and I own Make It Rain, where I help equine businesses gain exposure online through creating content, social media management, SEO, email marketing, video editing, and more. Let me work in your business while you can focus on your business. So don't get bogged down with trying to do all the things. Check me out on my 
my website, makeitrain.com. I'm Laura Langfitt with Unbridled Content Marketing. I can help you with all your writing needs. From your website to your social media posts, I love to write, and if I were to take a wild guess, I'd imagine that you don't. Check out my Facebook group. It's called Must Love Horses, Small Business, Social Media, and Content Tips. You can get to know me more there. Don't forget to go out there and rein in your herd.